0: Hello and welcome to the Marketing Meetup podcast. My name's Joe and I'm very grateful for you being here today. Today we're gonna to be hearing from John Torrens who at this stage is just a complete Marketing Meetup favorite. He's spoken several times at the Marketing Meetup but every time he does, he just brings the house down. Not only is he an introvert who's learned to do extrovert things, he's also a communications coach, which means that whenever he steps on stage, he knows exactly what he's doing, where he's standing and how he's portraying himself. He's a really, really charismatic speaker, but also one that I hope he wouldn't mind me saying, but where the communication didn't necessarily come naturally, so he had to fight for it and become really good at it. But the fact that he has, the fact he can stand on stage and captivate an audience as he does, incredible. John has a background in stand-up comedy, but in this particular talk, he focuses on how to pitch like a pro and he spends a lot of time going through the basics really but the stuff that people forget it's the stuff that people just negate and and think that it's a given but it really isn't when you actually take the time to focus on these things it's amazing what happens and it's amazing how the pitching process can become so much easier i'm going to hand over to john in just a second because i feel like this talk is one that speaks for itself it really should do in many ways him being the communications coach you would have thought but I just wanna say a big thanks to Barry from Bravo Marketing. Barry is a wonderful human being, love him to bits, but he's also a creative director that you bring in when you want results, but driven by a creative strategy. He's not someone that does one or the other, he does both in tandem and wonderfully so. If you wanna know more about that, head to bravomarketing.co.uk. Also a big thanks to Sam from Columba. Sam sits in the middle of agencies and brands, and matches them up. It's very, very simple as a premise, but you need the network and you need the capability to spot the opportunity to make sure that one is really working both culturally, but also in terms of the the capacity to deliver for an agency. At the end of the day, every time when San recommends an agency, he's putting his own reputation on the line. So he has vested interest to make sure that every client gets the best agency possible. He doesn't want to see an agency leaving or uh, an agency being sacked after three months as it's so often the case. So save time, money, effort, and gain the agency that you want with Columba. Uh, you can find Columba online, as well as Sam who runs them. So that's it. Over to the wonderful, John Torrens.
1: Hello, right. How are you doing? All right, hi, I'm John. Uh, I teach Confident Communication. Uh, I'm gonna talk to you in about 20 minutes or so. Um, good, so you're facing the right direction. I'm particularly impressed, Joe, by the way. So uh, marketing meetup, pink. You notice he's arranged for pink lighting throughout, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's branding that uh, maybe you didn't even anticipate. Okay, good, so Pitch Like a Pro. What a stupid title, okay, because you can't be a professional pitcher, um, you know unless you're uh, a baseball pitcher it's, it's it's not a real thing, but I just thought it might be it might be uh, something that catches your your attention, so I think it did that. so the point is, um, who the hell am I, and why should you even listen to the words that are just falling out of my mouth so um, I guess a uh, quick introduction, so uh, very bad at academically at school, uh, pretty hopeless, I liked art, I liked telling stories and Uh, So art was going to be my thing. I did an art course, discovered video editing. I thought, that's great, I could be a video editor. And uh, I'd done a graphic design course, so that was good. And then a friend of mine on the graphic design course got a job at a video games company and said, hey, why don't you come for a job at the video games company? We can work together. So I did that, uh, got the job, became a level designer, started working on a Super Nintendo title, uh, and that was great. And then immediately decided, I want to try my hand at stand-up comedy. And became addicted. Um, I thoroughly recommend it if you haven't tried it. It's 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 a buzz, right? It's it's like uh, unlike anything else. And so for about ten years, uh, like some kind of introverted superhero, by day I'm sitting there drawing video games levels, and by night. I'm out trying to make people laugh for the attention, and sometimes for money. Um, This is in London, and uh, it was a lot of fun. At that time, years and years ago, you could could go anywhere and and try out uh, at any number of of nights. So I did that, Uh, then I I met someone rather lovely, and we moved in together, and I thought, I'm gonna do stand-up comedy full-time, right? (laughs) Do that. So I did that for two years, got a bit better at it, Uh, and then after a couple of years, uh, uh, she, uh, my wife says to me, my partner says to me, uh, right, John, the whole stand-up thing, what's the plan? <laughs> plan of things. All right, I'm glad you asked me. Here's, here's the plan. There's nothing. There's nothing. No, I'll just keep gigging forever. Um, so, so I gave up on that, and I went back to video games. I was a bit down about it, um, but got a job at Sony Cambridge making PlayStation games and PSP games, and that was great. And then after about five years, it wasn't so great. And uh, decided to set up on my own because I'd seen someone, very senior figure at Sony, giving a talk, uh, and it was dreadful. <laughs> and I suddenly realised, hold on a minute, all that stuff that I'd left behind with stand-up—that writing something decent and then selling it as if you care—that's what you needed. Just five minutes, I could—I could have sorted it out. So now. Uh, that's what I do. I coach people one-to-one in groups, and I help them with presentations and pitching and stuff. So let's talk pitching. Um, this is me. Uh, in, uh, we live in Ely. Uh, and that's me by Ely Cathedral. As you can see, I love a bit of Photoshop. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so incidentally, I showed this photo the other day, and someone went, why is he flying through the air? <sighs> Uppercut. Come on, it's clearly. Anyway, so, um, right. Uh, what is the objective... Of, of the pitch, right? You're gonna pitch someone an amazing idea, or uh, it's a product, or a service, or it's you, or it's the company. What is the objective? Well, I've, I've come up with what I think it is. Let's see if you agree with what I think it is. What, what's the main thing that you need to achieve in the pitch? It's, it's a direct question. <laughs> I know you weren't expecting that. It's a little bit forward, isn't it? Uh, we're not too happy about that. We'd prefer the rhetorical ones, but uh, no, it's direct. What, what, what do you think? What, sorry? Conver- oh that's a little yes d- d- no no sorry yes you in, in a way yes and but buy-in buy-in. sorry buy-in buy-in. right and what what's yes. the fundamental yes. thing that needs to exist for that buy-in Trust. Trust. oh 20 points to Gryffindor what did you say sorry Get to give them together that's the there we go well so well done all of you um it was a good <laughs> collective there I realized there was a moment that I thought they're not going to say it okay so but that that's the key right because if you don't have that, it's, it's not going to happen, right? You might have the most amazing idea and you think, surely, I've created this is a genius thing. Anyone could say this is amazing. You should surely invest in that. But if they don't trust you, it's not going to happen, right? Because most successful investors and, and, and business people, they, they go off their gut. They know if there's something off, they're not going to do it. That's why uh, on Dragon's Den, they'll, they'll say, right, that, that's fine. But tell us about you. They want to know, can you deliver? Are you going to trust that person? So they have to trust you. I'd like to think, because Joe's invited me to do this, that at the initial point, you think, this might be worth listening to. You may have changed your minds, but the point is, um, there there should be that that trust. That's the most important thing. If everything is good except for that trust and feeling that the person who's pitching is credible, then it's not gonna work. So, um, for... Simple things uh, that we're gonna talk about um, and they are making good impression. Getting to the point uh, is always good, I find, rather than meandering. Most people you're pitching to, are just, just get to the thing. We don't, we don't need to know anymore. Uh, telling a story is always good, right? Stories are incredible for communication. For, no, you, you disagree or you're just squinting? <laughs> Your face is contorted, sir. I mean. <laughs> I beg your pardon. You see how incredibly insecure I am. I saw that. So a man's suffering there. He's, he can't see it properly. I'm going, is it me? It must be me. I'm, there must be something wrong. Um, uh, and finally, the, the, the key, so what's, the, what's the last stage of, of, of the successful pitch? Of the pitch? What's the last thing you should do? It's not a trick question. It's okay. I'm on your side. It, yeah, you, you had to actually make the ask that's the thing there's a, there's, a very, there's a great British tradition of I've made this amazing thing and then you know <laughs> hope that they go yeah of course I'll buy it. And, and I know this from so I, I you worked know, in games for a while and I did some stuff a, a couple of games pitching workshops and that apparently that does happen we go here's our game <laughs> you know and they're going yes but tell us what you want you know. so um, there's also a fifth stage or very first stage prior to all of these what do you think that is? um research your audience. What could you? But that's what I meant. Were you? Is that what you were thinking? Yeah, almost certainly. So, what could you find out about the audience? What What would be useful?
0: The name? Sorry, the name. <laughs> the name. Yeah, that's
1: uh, their identity It's always. Uh, and it, where they are, <laughs> yeah, so you arrive. That kind of thing. Uh, but uh, what, values. right. Yes. Yeah, so, so what? They're, so what makes them tick? Right. Mm-hmm. What's their thing? What What do they love? What's going to annoy them if you mention it? Yeah. What else? awesome ideas when do they want them sorry um what they do like exactly so, so sorry exactly what well, yes so the key things that will sorry run that by me again sir right that's right and remember kids always insure your horse all right that's the, very important that's the key thing i got there um yeah so but also, let's say you've been invited in to the company. They say, right, okay, come and show us your stuff. What, what else would you need to know? I'm thinking, think like a spy, minimize risk. What's gonna be a good thing to know about? Where the dead bodies are. Where the, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> they, they've got things that- you, they Oh, the metaphorical. Out. Oh yeah, good, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Things that they might not tell you, but they really care about. Interesting, okay. I'm thinking you could find, well, first of all, LinkedIn profiles go back decades, right? So you can find out where they've worked, things they've done, all the things that matter to them. Look up their social media. What are the things they're talking about? What pushes their buttons? What are the things they like? What are the things they hate? Also, I'm thinking uh, maybe uh, what they actually need, right? So this is what they want and, and what they need. Uh, what else would be useful? Come on team, you've got this. Competition. Right, yes, so who else might they be talking to? What else is out there? But I'm thinking practicalities, the day itself. The address, bingo. So I'm thinking, how many of them are there? What's the venue like? Where are you going to go? So let's see if any of these actually cropped up in my amazing things. So what they think they're going to get—that's that's quite important, isn't it? Do they think it's going to be five minutes or 20 minutes with PowerPoint? What do they think you're going to do? Do they think you're going to bring some of this thing so that they can try it out? Um, what do they actually need and want? What? How much do they know about that industry? Maybe they know nothing about it, and you're presenting with them with something. That they never heard of. So, for example, if I pitch a video game to someone and they go, "I don't play games," they go, "Right. Um, you know, I've, I've got to go through the basics of how a console operates." Whereas, if they are a specialist in that kind of thing, they, they're going to know straight away. I'm also thinking, how many of them are there, um, and what's the culture now? What do I mean by the culture of the people who you're pitching to? Are they relaxed or are they right? How how cool are they? Right. So, are they going to mind? If you just skateboard in and say, "Here's my idea," because I can tell a few of you probably probably do that. Um, What what else? What 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 else could the culture be? Possibly yes. Would would, would, someone else? Sign off. Who's the decision maker? Right. Yes, that's right. Are you even talking to the person who you should be talking to? I'm thinking culture of the industry, the national culture. Are they going to sit in silence? And just digest what you're talking about, and then come back to you later. Um, there's a, there's a story of the uh, American company uh, who go to Japan, and they they have the uh, you know they're talking via interpreter, and at the end the Japanese say we will give your considera- uh, we'll give your offer some serious consideration, and the Americans go yes, and they drive back, and of course they when they make contact a year uh, you know a week later after not having her back from them they go no we clearly told you we are not interested because that's how it works because uh, you can't actually say no. So, um, right, uh, first impression, very important. So I had some photos taken a while ago, and this is one of them, and I was told, hey, your profile photo, you should always be smiling. Um, this is the only one where I thought it was a smile that was kind of acceptable. As soon as I put it up, as soon as I put it up, uh, one of my friends uh, tags it with uh, uh, entering smug mode. Um, <laughs> and I realized, so you're you know, part of a very small group of people who've ever seen that photo. Uh, what, what do I mean by the MO? What's the MO? It's like Cockney Latin. It's, it's <laughs> the modus operandi. It's yeah. how you work. It's a, it's well done. Yeah, so it's, it's what you do. It's how you, but what could you demonstrate in the way you work? What, what's the kind of thing that they would notice or like from your style of operating? It's a bit vague, isn't it? How you hold yourself yes what okay so you mean physically how you you actually yeah how you actually stand yeah what else how you dress. yeah so it's how you dress it's like are you punctual it's it's all these things like what what's your way of doing things if they say yes come in and um, talk to us are you immediately going to confirm the details you just go yeah cool see you there or are you actually going to find out a little bit more information about it what's the way that you do things do you respond quickly you not it's all those little things all about forming trust really important I've, I've been i've been back and forth um with someone who wants to do some training and they they contacted me last week and said hey do you want to do some training in switzerland you know here's this thing And i went yes cool and i went i'm free on that date i haven't heard from them for a week <laughs> and it's in two weeks time i think i'm not going to do it even if you say yes uh now, I was chatting to some people uh, before about this and the, the, the idea of actually being a human being and um, showing that you're a normal person and that, and that amazing uh, British insecurity we have of, of like we cannot be imperfect in any way. What, what kind of flaw do you think you could show? What do you think, f- what kind of flaw would be uh, something that's acceptable, maybe even endearing and positive? Right, and um, how would that manifest itself? What, how would that take place?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right so you you what you want to go oh morning and they go cool right but but what would that do though what if let's say you were i mean let's say you're not dripping you know a lot but they can see that you're sweating and therefore they infer that you're nervous that you can, that you can right this matters to you and you're a human being, right? <laughs> so that's, that's, why, that's why you're nervous, because this is an important thing, you can't predict the result. That could be good. But if you own that, that's really important. So it's a bit like, so if, let's say you're late, okay? Let's say you're late for the pitch, and you, couple, you come in a couple of minutes late, a good way to handle that, instead of saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, oh my God, I'll just I'll commit seppuku now. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and flagellating yourself, you could just say, Thank you for your patience. Should we get into it? Bang, right? It's, in a way, in the nicest way possible, we don't care about how much traffic there was. How did you do that? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, your values, what you're about, Simon X Y. why, if you can show what motivates you, right, we talked about finding out the values of, of the person you're pitching to, but if you can convey what you're about, what your things are, that's so important. With a bit of luck, that should resonate with what theirs are, and again, help to that um, with the uh, uh, the trust, which is what you're trying to build up. Um, if they ask you a question and you don't know the answer, what should you say? I don't. Know. I don't correct class. Well done, everyone. <laughs> what happens if you freestyle? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is great. So panto, uh, and he was behind me as well. So that's good. They're going to sniff it out. It's so much better to maintain the credibility that you had by just going with it and going, I have no idea. I'll find out. That's, that's the best thing. Then you're stemming the flow. Even if you should know the answer, much better just to say you don't know. Okay. So um, getting to it. Very important. What's the thing you're actually going to be doing? Uh, who are you? Why are you there? What's your thing? What, just straight into it really important that's why the dragon's den thing is always this is who i am i represent this company i'm after this amount of money why not do that straight at the beginning this is how much money i want straight away and then illustrate all the the value that you're adding to that particular proposition rather than i've done this i've done this i've done this and it's this much and then annoy them um what your thing actually is what you're you're giving them and the reason that they should actually buy into it. And it might be that maybe they're not particularly concerned about that thing, but they, can, they realize that other people might be. And that's, that's what the smart investor is looking for. It may be even, you know what, they might decide, I mean, what are they investing in? What, what's the actual investment in? Right, it's, it's you as a person. And they need to know, are you going to actually be able to deliver this thing? It, as I said before, you know, the idea might be amazing, but if they don't like you and trust you, then it's not going to happen. Are you actually going to deliver the thing on time? Are you actually going to be able to do it? So, what you're about uh, and what your, your story is. Um, I love a good story, right? A good story does so much, right? It creates uh, uh, a kind of empathy uh, and, and relevance, and your story shows why you, as your company and your team, why you should be doing this particular thing. As I said, the, uh, your uh, investor, whoever you're pitching to, might think, do you know what, this idea sucks, but I like the team, I like them. Maybe they could do something else. On the other hand, you might have the best idea in the world, but if they think, do you know what, this, this is an awesome idea, but these guys really smell, right, just, they came in late, they, they don't answer their emails, I don't trust them it's not going to happen right you have to show what your history was and why you're qualified to to deliver this particular thing so a nice simple story this is what we did this is how our team came together this is our experience will really help people buy into what you're talking about and also it can illustrate it can show rather than tell your qualities because you could claim we're brilliant you know we collaborate incredibly well together we're very efficient you know we do all these things but a story that shows that is gonna be so much better because then they're gonna come away thinking of those qualities of you rather than you telling them we have, we have these particular qualities. Do you see what I mean? So uh, for example, you know, an accountant might say, um, we uh, offer this range of services, we work with these clients, uh, we have a great relationship with them, they claim all those things, but a story of a month ago we were with this company, they were suffering, they were losing employees, so we came in, we did this, this and this, uh, it changed things dramatically and now they're finding this is happening is so much better it's so much nicer it kind of humanizes the data so a, a good story is is wonderful and you could have a series of anecdotes for your particular thing uh, and it proves what you're about also if it's a good story it might be that well first of all you'll remember it which is handy rather than thinking well, I must remember the 15 incredible things that we have I just I'll just tell the story of the client or the event if it's a good story and they remember it, they might tell it to other people, which is fantastic. So you might pitch an idea to someone, it's not for them, but the story is so good that they remember it uh, and pass it on to other people for whom it is more relevant. You've got to ask the thing, right? You Please, don't, don't present them with the thing on the cushion and say, here it is, it's incredible. Hit them over the head with it, right? It's, it's the kind of thing that frustrates American audiences about British pitches that there's no sell. And conversely, of course, we get incredibly overwhelmed by an American-style one where they're saying, yes, you need to buy this now. But making the direct ask the question of, we would like this, and that's it, and just leaving it hanging there, that's what you need to do right at the end. It's so important. I was given a great bit of advice, actually. Um, uh, It was a SME workshop, uh, a lady called Natalie Carrick, and someone had said, how do we tell the client the price because it's so, you know, and I've drafted plenty of emails that say, hey, it'll cost you this much, but, no, 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 stuff. And she said, you tell them as if they've asked you the time, right? So without fear of judgment, you just say, it's this much. Just, and even though every instinct is, is telling you, like, sorry, 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 just go with it it's this much and just see and that, that takes s- some courage I, I remember sending an email to someone a while ago and i said you know uh, i said whatever it was i said look it's this much and i just went i felt i don't know i was sort of feeling quite sort of um uh assertive i don't know is that is that arrogant um and i sent the email i thought oh sorry i'll, do, I'll just send it they emailed me straight back and went john great email i'm dutch i appreciate you being so forward and i thought yes so this guy was so used to having uh, emails from British people going, look, it could be this, it could be this, if you like that, maybe it could be this. Look, really sorry, 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 maybe it could be this. Just ask for the thing. So uh, to conclude then, um, yeah, yeah, tell me tell what you want. Uh, so then, so do your research, spy on them, find out what they're about, find out what makes them tick, find out what's gonna annoy them, um, make a great first impression, walk out there, smile, eye contact, hey, this is me. Even if you feel like it's a trick, right it's a good trick put them uh uh put their their worries uh, uh, at rest let them think they're in good hands right don't worry don't take a picture yet because not all the points are up oh they are all up now <laughs> oh, they're good um know your slides that's a crucial uh thing um get to the point tell a good story actually make that ask uh it's very important uh and with that i'll finish thank you very much